Hey everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Her 5 Podcast. I hope y'all are as excited as I am for this first episode. It's going to be a great one. I have a bunch of fun topics to discuss today, but I wanted to give a quick plug to our Instagram at Her 5 Podcast. Make sure you're following us so you don't miss an episode. New episodes come out every Monday, so just be on the look for those in your subscription boxes. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Let's go ahead and get started. Um, If you didn't know Her 5... I'll break it down for you a little bit here for the first episode. We cover five topics that women need to hear to start their week, especially like young college women, kind of directed towards the Athens, Georgia community. I go to the University of Georgia, but really open to all college girls out there. So I hope you all will enjoy. So um, every week we like to start with a little bit of weekly inspo, uh, just to set the tone for the episode and give you something to think about this week and just remind yourself of. So The quote I have for us this week is from Girlboss founder Sophia Amoruso, who is truly such a shiro. She she started herself from the ground up, and I so respect her for that. Um, If you've never read her book, Girlboss, go pick up a copy. It's amazing. I love it so much. Um, Also, she has a TV show on Netflix, um, an original series called Girlboss that's awesome as well. So she's just awesome. She founded, I said awesome so many times, but she's really great. She founded Nasty Gal, which is an online clothing store. I love Nasty Gal and just everything Sophia does. So anyways, that was like a whole little tangent on this quote, on the author of this quote, but I think it's really true. So she said, the energy you'll expend focusing on someone else's life is better spent working on your own, which I wholeheartedly agree with. This one is something you really, I have to remind myself of almost every day. Um, It's so easy to compare yourself to other people. And, you know, I think it's just, it's so important to remind yourself that the only person you need to be worried about is yourself. And you need to be focused on who you are, what you want, your path, your timeline. And if you're just focusing on that and bettering yourself, then everything will fall into place. So I just love this. I think it's a great reminder for the week, for every day that you know, the energy you'll expend focusing on someone else's life is much better spent working on your own. So that's our little inspo, a little quote for the week to set the mood. Um, So yeah, let's get into professionalism 101, which this week we're talking about cover letters. So I get so many questions from my friend, like Lottie, what the heck is a cover letter and how do I write one? And I'm here to help. So basically, with a lot of employers, especially applying to jobs on Handshake or LinkedIn or just anything, like just something you find on Google, um, a lot of employers want a resume and a cover letter. So resumes are pretty pretty self-explanatory. I'm sure you know kind of what that looks like, but I do get so many questions on the cover letter. So the cover letter is basically just a way to show that A, you have writing skills and can articulate a few sentences, and B, to kind of put your your thoughts and your resume and all of that to words. You know, instead of looking at the bullet points of your resume, it's kind of explaining why this experience has prepared you to be a great intern or employee for this company. One page, double-spaced, and then I export it as a PDF and attach that. So you'll, you'll do a body email saying, thank you so much for taking the time to read this and... Let me know if I can submit any other materials, blah, blah, blah. Thank you so much for the opportunity, that kind of thing. And you'll attach your resume and your cover letter. So in the cover letter that you've exported as a PDF, you will have about a page, double-spaced. 
is kind of where I like to be. So usually how I start them is I say, thank you so much for taking the time to read this. I know you have a lot of emails to go through and I really appreciate your taking the time to read mine. And then I kind of go into who I am and what I'm doing on campus. So I talk about, you know, I go to UGA, this is my major, I like to stay involved on campus in X, Y, and Z, PRSSA is one of my favorite clubs that I'm a part of, I get so much out of that, Um, I'm a social media specialist for our university programming board, so just all that kind of stuff, just go into what you love to do on a weekly basis and how you stay involved on campus, and if you're not super involved, you can go into maybe a past work experience and say um, what that taught you, but If you're not involved on campus, I think I might do a whole other topic on this next week or in a future episode. Let me know if you'd want to see that. But but how to get involved on campus because I know it can be a little bit intimidating. So yeah, anyways, then we're going to go into who we are, like we talked about, who we are as a person and how this position will benefit you and why you're a good fit, why they should hire you. It's basically like a little pitch for yourself in a letter. Um, You're going to say what you're looking for, that you think this is the perfect fit. You're going to talk about what you like about the company, but you have to keep it short. So just talking about, you know, I think that I love the company's mission of this. I really identify with it because of this. Um, I think I'm looking for an opportunity to learn and grow in this field and develop my skills in X, Y, and Z. And I think this is the perfect place to do it. I love your your atmosphere, I love your clients, blah, 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 you get the picture. So that's kind of what a cover letter is, and you're going to sign it, you're going to date it, you're going to attach it to your email, and you'll be good to go. So that's kind of the basics. I get so many questions about them, so if you have any other questions, feel free to message me on Twitter or Instagram. I'm just at Lottie Smalley, L-O-T-T-I-E-S-M-A-L-L-E-Y, or you can message us on Instagram at Her5Podcast or email us, Her5Podcast at gmail.com. So that's a little bit about cover letters and how to write one. I know they can be a little bit scary, but they shouldn't be. You can really copy and paste them once you kind of have a basic one. You can just kind of replace company names and mission statements and kind of just reword it for different opportunities but it's definitely not something you should stress over or it shouldn't be something that holds you back from applying for a job just because you have to send in a cover letter as well just get a draft going and um, you'll become a pro in no time so now moving on to number three which would be current events I I feel really bad honestly about the first episode being a really pop culture-y current event, but I just feel like I cannot do this episode without talking about how Kylie Jenner just announced that she had her daughter a few days ago, but it's a really interesting, you know, story from someone who studies public relations. I think it's a really interesting PR story about how she never really got caught and how such a social media influencer and presence and just huge public figure managed to keep her pregnancy decently secret um, throughout the entire nine months. I think that that's actually kind of crazy. Um, I know that there were rumors and speculations, but it was always, you know, Kylie is allegedly pregnant. It was never confirmed. And I just think it's kind of crazy how in 2018 she managed to keep this basically 10-month secret 
until after the birth. I really respect Kylie for how she kept this quiet. She's such a huge public figure and social media presence that it's crazy to me how she kept this such so under wraps for so long. But I really think she explained it well on her Instagram where she said, I knew for myself I needed to prepare for this role of a lifetime in the most positive, stress-free, and healthy way I knew how. Which makes sense. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. I'm waiting to hear what her daughter's name is. I'm very anxious to hear because her uh, first cousin, I suppose, uh, Chicago, was just announced a few weeks ago. And so I'm excited to hear what Kylie's going to name her daughter. But if you missed it, that's probably one of the biggest current events going on right now. I don't know how you could miss that, but I just wanted to kind of break that down today. Uh, Moving on to what's trending, what's styling. So I feel like it's definitely formal season for us college girls. I feel like a lot of different schools have different timelines for their formals, um, but I definitely think we're in in the swing of formal season. We've had a few sororities already have formals here at UGA and a lot still coming up. Mine is in three weeks, so I'm really excited, but I wanted to talk a little bit today about where to find your formal dress um, on any kind of budget. So um, I've talked to a few of my friends about ways they've found their formal dresses, where they've been looking, and most of us get them online. I don't know about you guys. I actually would love to go in a store and try a bunch of dresses on and then just go home with my formal dress, but there isn't really a good place to go in Athens for that, I I feel like. I mean, there's definitely places you could find them, but there's not a go-to store with a bunch of formal dresses. You know, like you could stumble upon something in a boutique or a dress shop, but for the most part, finding exactly what you want is going to be a little bit challenging in Athens. And so then if you're going to do in person, you have to go to Atlanta And that's just, that's a day. And then sometimes when you go to Atlanta, you don't even find anything. So uh, a lot of my friends and I have been doing our shopping online, uh, myself included. I ordered my dress from Nordstrom and I'm really excited for it. It's getting altered right now. But I wanted to talk a little bit today about where to find a formal dress on every kind of budget. So I know that Lulu's has a lot of affordable formal dresses, a lot of pretty ones. Um... I'm wearing a long dress this year. I wore a short dress last year. I think that's really just kind of a personality thing and also like what everyone in your sorority does. We have a good mix usually of short, midi, and long dresses. I'm really excited for my dress. It's like opaque underneath and then has like, which, and it's like knee length on the opaque part. And then it has like a sheer tool over it that goes to the floor. So I'm really excited for it. It's like a nude color. I've seen a lot of black and red which I mean it's UGA so that's funny but I I think that those are really stunning colors on a lot of different skin tones I mean black is obviously such a classic for winter formal um but I've seen a lot of black a lot of red um pro tip when you're formal shopping look for the models in the photos when you're looking online look for models that look like you because um or just like your coloring have your your skin tone your hair color because the photographers are going to put the models that look the best in certain colors in the ones that suit them. So if you have a dark skin tone, dark hair, dark features, and they put her in a purple, it obviously is going to pop on her and make her look great compared to, I mean, I think a purple could look good on anyone, but they're putting it on her because it, it complements her, her coloring the most. So then for someone with really fair skin and light hair, um, they might put like a red. So if that's your coloring, look at models that they've put in those colors, if that makes sense. Like you can't really 
obviously sort by the model's attributes when you're shopping but when you're looking if you find a dress and it comes in like five different colors and there's a bunch of different models wearing the different colors find one that looks like you because that color probably would suit your skin tone the best in your coloring so that's just a little pro tip that's not even for formal shopping like that can be for anything but I think it's really helpful for dress shopping too especially so anyways little pro tip but um, some of my favorite websites to get dresses for date nights and formals would definitely be Lulu's. They have a lot of really affordable and really unique and just pretty options. Um, they're not going to be like the most high quality, but they'll definitely be good for one night. I mean, formal is just one night anyways. So if you're not looking to spend a bunch of money on a formal dress, I think Lulu's is the perfect place to go. Um, and then if you're looking to spend a little bit more, I know that Revolve has a lot of good stuff, but I know that also know that everyone is looking on Revolve and they don't have that many options. So you also don't want to show up to formal in the same dress as someone by looking on Revolve, which, so what I'll do sometimes is I'll look on Revolve and I'll see some brands that I like some consistently, and then I'll go search the brand and see if they have anything else that's not on Revolve for something a little bit different. Um, or I'll search the brand on like Nordstrom or Bloomingdale's or Neiman Marcus and see what they have in stock for that brand. Um, like I said, my dress is from Nordstrom, but I know a lot of people have been finding really good stuff on Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's, Neiman Marcus. I think Neiman Marcus was having a sale too. My roommate was looking and I'm pretty sure Neiman was doing a sale. So those are some of my favorite places to look for formal dresses. If you have any recommendations, definitely let me know because I would love to hear. Um, there's definitely dress shops in Atlanta you could go to, but when it comes to ordering online, I think that those are some of the best bets. So hopefully that helps you out a little bit for your formal needs um, and getting into our fifth and final topic of the day is our self-care challenge for the week. So um, every week we give a little challenge for you all to focus on and just set intentions for for the week just to take care of yourself and really be mindful of your body and self-care. So this week, what I want to ask everyone to do is focus on staying really well hydrated. Um, Drink so much water this week that you have to go to the bathroom every 10 minutes. I'm not kidding. Um, I've been trying to do this all of January and continue it into February. But some tricks for staying really hydrated are get a water bottle that is refillable, bring it to class, try to drink one water during every class. So if you have two classes a day, drink one during each class and then you'll already have like two bottles of water down the hatch. So um, that's my big tip. I have three classes on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so I'm always drinking so much water those days and it's just a little challenge for you. Drink a whole bottle of water at each meal. So the recommended amount of water for you to be drinking every day is half your weight in ounces. So for example, if you weighed 100 pounds and you would need to drink 50 ounces, that's a really simple one. If you weighed 150 pounds, you would need to drink um, 75 ounces in a day. So a typical water bottle is about 16 ounces. So I think drinking at least like four or five would have you well covered for the day. Um, But you just need to make sure that you're hydrated it's so important. It's so good for your skin. It's so good for your brain. You just feel better. You feel cleaner. Even if you didn't eat that healthy of a meal, if you're just drinking a lot of water and flushing it out, you're going to feel so much better. So that's my big challenge for the week for you all is stay hydrated. I don't want to hear about anybody being dehydrated. Keep your water with you. Bring it to class. 
bring it on campus, bring it when you come to study, and keep refilling it. It's so good for you, and it's just something we all need to make habit of. So that's my self-care challenge for you this week. So that's going to be it for the first episode of Her 5. I hope you all enjoyed it. If you enjoyed, make sure to subscribe on iTunes, rate us, um, tell a friend. That's the best thing you can do for a podcast is tell a friend. Uh, Screenshot this, put it on your Instagram story, tag us, say that you're loving it, um, and just share it with all your friends. So that's the best thing you can do for a podcast if you are enjoying it, and I really hope you all are. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We'll be back next Monday for another episode, but for now, I hope you all have an amazing week and just get after your goals, be a gold digger, and don't let anyone tell you you can't because it's all you. You got it this week. All right, I will talk to you all next week. Bye, everyone.